Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing Phantom Thread and talking about the Oscars. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And here we go. Ozzy, how you doing? I'm doing really good, man. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. Um, I'm a little tired. You're even more tired. <laughs> but, oh yeah, man. I'm 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 barely hanging on, but um, you know, it's life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. We're at a crazy uh, time of the year for movies, and then of course, just there's life going on, and it's a nuts nuts thing. Um. But, yeah, I'm just excited to be talking about Phantom Thread, first of all, because I think this is an extremely fascinating movie to talk about. And we finally get to do it, Ozzy. We get to talk about the Oscar nominations. Uh, We've been speculating for a while on what was going to get nominated, and we actually get to talk about it for a little bit in this episode, so that's nice, too. Yeah, man. uh, For those of you guys who don't know how we're going to do this, um, you know, there's been... 2017 for us was a very difficult, kind of crazy year. We just had a lot of stuff happen in our personal lives. So, you know, we decided, and I know you guys are just like, okay, where are your top 10 best of the year? Um, You know, I haven't seen everything yet because, like I just said, we just haven't been super busy with just a ton of stuff. Um, so what we decided to do was until I caught up with as basically as much as I need to, I think I only have like a film or two left I need to watch mm-hmm. and then we can do our top 10 best. Um, you know, we decided to kind of break up the Oscars this, this year on how we're going to do it. We're going to basically do, uh, you know, we're going to talk Oscars each episode, um, until we're done, but we're going to be t- breaking it into two categories each, uh, each week two or three, uh, each episode, sorry, uh, at least two or three. And uh, we're gonna be, this week we're talking about directors, and we're talking about well this this episode we're talking about directors, and we're talking about cinematography. And um, so we're gonna read off the lists of what is nominated, and we're gonna also talk about like what we personally think um, should have been nominated if we agree with the list, and, and, mm-hmm. and see um, what should have been what we think personally uh, what people should have been nominated, and uh, what are what we consider snubs. So exactly. that is what the Oscars, that, that's how we're going to divide it up. Um, and we're going to do it section by section. So yeah. we're going to talk about Phantom Thread, um, Phantom Thread, Carlos. I don't know the director's name, but he is up for it. Paul Thomas um, Anderson. He is. Do you ha- yes. Okay. Uh, you, you want me to go it. into it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson directed Phantom Thread and starring Daniel Day-Lewis, who, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, is arguably i don't even know if i I, I, to me there's a top two and it's like you could debate either way but it stars daniel day lewis who is arguably the greatest of all time 
And this movie is a strange one. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. And if you don't know this director, first of all, um, he's one of the more successful and well-known directors of the past 10, 20 years. I mean, There Will Be Blood. Many people consider that to be an all-time classic. Um, what am I missing? Boogie Nights, I believe he did as well. I'm, I'm, think, I'm not even thinking of like half of his movies, but... Either way, he's a very well-known and very critically acclaimed director. And this movie is, I'm going to say what it's about, and you're going to go, that's boring. And I wouldn't blame you for saying that's boring just based on what I'm telling you it's about. It is about, it is about a, what is this, post-World War II, I believe, um, fashion designer in Italy, France? I can't remember. It's somewhere in Europe. And... He is a fashion designer, he's kind of eccentric, and he starts dating this younger woman. And you start to slowly, as the movie goes on, realize that there's something creepy and weird about this relationship and the dynamics in this relationship. And this movie, I, I'm really curious to hear what you think about it, Ozzy, because for me, um, I this is a movie much like... This is going to be a weird comparison, but this is a movie much like The Last Jedi where I really need to see this a second time because I don't quite know how I feel about it. It's just such a strange film. It really is. And it's first, I'm going to say it's really slow. This movie is uh, moves at a snail's pace, and there's going to be people who just think this is boring, and I completely understand but once you see where this movie is going, it just made me want to watch the movie again to see if I catch different things throughout. I, I don't know. I feel I, I when I give a rating for this movie, it's another one just like The Last Jedi when I first give the rating. It, take it with an asterisk. It could go up. It could go down. I need to see this movie a second time. Um, but Ozzy, what were your overall thoughts on this movie? Um, well, I just want to, I mean, I found it kind of fascinating at first because it was just about this man who was artistic and I love films that are about creativity. It's just one of the things that I like. So I like this guy. I, I thought I liked this guy, but I mean, I like the <laughs> fact that that's what the story was about is about a fashion designer in the 1950s. And it was, you know, he, you know, he really cared about his work and mm -hmm. he, he had a system and how he did everything. He was very particular in how he went about you know, designing certain dresses and designing certain things for people. Um, that was his true love. And, you know, that's how I feel about movie. That's how I feel about film. That's how I feel about acting. For me, I relate to that because, you know, that is someone's passion. That's someone's true ultimate love. And I, I absolutely found it just fascinating um, how, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis was... Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis gives a really good performance. He gives a really amazing performance as this guy. Um, he plays, if I can pull up the, 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 the name here real quick. So sorry, You're good. by the way. <laughs> but uh, he plays uh, Reynolds Woodcock, mm -hmm. um, who's a designer. And, uh, you know, I just really like the fact that, you know, he was really into his work. And, you know, he meets this woman. He meets this woman. I believe her name is uh, Alma, played by Ricky Kreeps, uh, Kreps. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. It's not creeps. It's C-R-E-E-P-S. It's K-R-I-E-P-S. I just don't know how to pronounce your last name. We need to have, like, cause we need to have, like, a, the thing where we can, like, 
before we go into a th- like before we go into reviewing a movie, we just <laughs> search up these people's names because I feel bad because I feel like I butcher their names like ninety percent of the time, <laughs> which is horrible. I don't mean to. It's just it happens. Hey, so you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> we gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. Anyways, so she, she you know, she plays this. She plays this woman. Um, you know, and they meet, they meet, and you know, they they have different relationship. Now you're gonna feel comfortable with this relationship because there is a significant age difference. Um, I believe we mentioned that with the call, call me by your name, but this is like a much. Like, this is for me. I, I didn't think she would be in the film this long. Honestly, I thought she was going to be a cameo, but she was in the film for a rather long... She was in the film. She ended up being a main character. Um, So I just... I found their dynamic interesting and, and weird, yet It's so strange. It, yes. It's like you... At first, you're just like, oh, they're like, their age is so drastic that it's just you're weirded out by that but ultimately when i say there's a weird dynamic between these characters it has nothing to do with their age it is these characters these characters are really really intense and really really complicated and dark (laughs) in a way and you start to feel it it starts to seep through the screen and you're just like like, I don't know, like, I, that was probably the best part of the movie for me was just these characters, number one, and just the way that their really twisted relationship popped off the screen. Yes, it's dark and weird and twisted and strange, and it's going to make you uncomfortable, but ultimately the movie is trying to do that, so it's not, that's what the movie's trying to do, um, let's just get into positives and in depth with this movie uh performances you kind of mentioned it daniel day lewis is great i have zero problems with his nomination uh which we'll get to when we talk about actors um now i do have a problem with one of the supporting nominations that this movie got um they got best supporting actress for the woman who plays um his sister surreal yeah surreal yeah, um, I'm pulling... My name is Leslie Manville. Yes. Um, she gave the third best performance in this movie. The woman who played Alma, you said her name, or you attempted to say her name. I'm not going to attempt to say her name. She was better than her, so I don't know what what's going on there. I actually thought she was the second best performance in the movie. Um, but anyway, either needless to say, performances are great. Um, I'm sure you're going to talk about costumes because that's like your thing um, these days. But uh, obviously, the costumes in this movie in this movie are great. Um, why, are you gonna, why are you gonna me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you've even noted it. You like you'll say, "I know." I keep talking about this, <laughs> like in the last episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it. it they're great, obviously, and they deserve their nomination there. It's just, this movie has a lot of solid aspects. Um, cinematography, obviously. I just, I really want to get into negatives and things that could be could perceived as negatives, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but basically, I just want to say with this movie, I, you I have to know... Cinemat- I wouldn't give you cinematography. You don't I think mean, it's well shot? I think it's shot well for the most part, but I mean, I, it 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 dogs points for me when I when the shaky cam and there was a few shots of shaky cam in there, and I was just like, I didn't notice. Why? It. I noticed it. I, I thought there was some shaky cam in there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. There was. I don't know what's going on. I 
I probably need to see it again too, just to be sure. But I, mm-hmm. I saw like a little bit of shaking with the camera. I was like, oh, yeah. like I don't think this should be. Yeah. I, I just, okay. The thing with this movie is I find it really hard to talk about. Even Like I really wanted to talk about this movie, but talking about it spoiler free is extremely difficult because the movie goes in a certain direction that you just, I, I don't know. You have to talk about it and I can't. Uh, so again, I want to see this movie again. I want to let people know what they're getting in for, which, or getting into, which is what we'll talk about in negatives. But do you have anything else you want to get to specifically positive, or do you want to dive into negatives? I mean, you you already said. I mean, the costumes were really well done. I mean, I think Daniel Day Lewis did give a give a really amazing performance. I mean, he really dove into dove into that character, <laughs> and. You can you can just see that this man cares about his craft when it comes to the, the you know the the workmanship of the costumes and the I don't know her name um, the woman who worked I mean the person who worked on on costume design uh, is Mark Bridges uh, he's the costume designer and you can just tell this man really put a lot of effort into, the, into his costumes and everything that that he created and um, you know I personally found it I, I liked it and. The thing that I, I, you know, appreciated, you know, my mom, she watches Bravo, you know, so like she'll watch, she'll watch some of the runways and she'll watch some of the stuff that goes on when it comes to fashion mm-hmm. and fashion design and stuff like that. Um, I haven't watched it in a long time because I don't live with her, but um, I used to, I used to sometimes just sit down for like five minutes and watch it. So. For me, like just seeing how it's just seeing where it kind of started in the 1950s. I mean, I mean, I might have started before that. I'm not. A, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm not a major in fashion history, but <laughs> just to see like where it's just to see like where it was back in the 1950s. You know, to see this like how it was and everything, like how they like how they would present and everything. I found that extremely fascinating. Yeah. So I did appreciate that. Um, do you agree do that like a, the costume? Do you what, agree what that the uh, characters and their relationships are the strongest point of the movie yes i mean it's weird but i was because it's fascinating though right it is to an extent because because i don't understand why but i mean i can't get into it i know I mean, it's so not that, not that i would not that i would have a problem getting into it right now because you know i was messaging somebody and i was just like man i have to go catch this movie and, I was, and they're just like what movie and i was like phantom Thread. And they just said, "What's that?" <laughs> and I just said, "I just told you what I, was, I just told you what it was. It was a movie." So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, but this movie, this movie, which is a shame because I wish, I wish this movie, uh, Oscar movies need to do this. Oscar movies don't put out a lot of a lot of uh, TV spots. They don't put out a lot of ads. They don't do that. So nobody knows what I'm talking about. Half the time I go see a Oscar nominee that I'm about. Um, but I mean, I can't blame these people because, you know, these people, these people don't, you know, they, mm-hmm. they don't have the same, they're not getting ads, you know? Yeah. If, if it wasn't for you, I mean, I wouldn't know what the heck Phantom Thread was. I'd be like, what the heck? Oh, what are you talking about? So I just I feel like this movie should I feel like movies like that are Oscar that are going for an Oscar Don need to have um that want people to get more into film need to have that. But anyways, um 
and it was the costumes were good. I think the makeup was well done. I think um, it represented the. I think the set design was also well done too. I gotta give it to yeah, overall the production design. Um, yeah, the production design was really well done. But overall, I mean, I think it was it was well done. I did like the the, the screenplay. The screenplay was really. Um, the script was really. Um, yeah, but let's get into negatives, Carlos. And you just you seem to be eager uh, to take it away. So. Yeah, Um, it's not even again. I I need to see this movie again. I really want to see this movie again, but I want to just let people know what they're getting in for or getting into. Excuse me. This and I said at the top, this movie is slow. It's really slow. Um, And again, you very well could just come away from this and go, that was boring and it was weird. And that's I I understand. Um, I don't fully agree, but I understand. Um, And also. This, it's, I don't know, this movie is just, alright, you know how some people complain when a movie is too much walking and talking, like, quote-unquote, like, people will say, oh, it's a walking and talking movie, you know, that's something that people say, it's just a bunch of walking and talking, and some people just don't like that, again, that's fair, um, this movie takes it to a whole nother level, this movie is a lot of sitting and staring, like, there is a lot of just shots, lingering shots of people just staring at each other in this movie. And it, in my opinion, it works completely fine because it really sets this eerie tone for this movie where you're kind of just like, what the frick is happening? And you're just on edge and kind of creeped out a little bit. And it sets the tone from the movie. So for me, it works. But I know there's going to be people who go, what the heck? Why are these people just staring at each other? And I get it. <laughs> um, again, I don't agree, but I get it. I can just, when I came out of this movie, I was like, I can just picture the honest trailer for this movie where they cut together just all of the scenes of them just staring at each other. And they go, and they'll like put something like unedited footage of, of Phantom Thread and it's just people staring at each other for 10 seconds, you know? Um, I can see that happening <laughs> and I get it. Um, I just, it's those things. I do think it is, even it, even if I do watch it again, I will be surprised if I come away going, wow, that wasn't slow at all. It's a slow movie. And I think that does affect m- the overall enjoyment of the movie a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, Ozzy, what negatives do you have? Yeah. I mean, I will say it's, it's a bit too slow. Yeah. Um, because it takes forever. I mean, it takes it takes it a bit to really get going. Um, it does, yeah. If you're into, I feel like if you're into fashion, you know, clearly film, obviously, I say that all the time, but if you're into fashion, you may find this interesting to, to know about, um, again, about the 1950s and how the, the, the fashion world was back then. But I mean, um, I mean, it was just for me. I, I mean, I, I thought it was too slow. Yeah. Because um, I found myself just look. I mean, look, man. I was I, I was fighting to stay awake. Not even lady because I, I got off work at eight. You know, it's a slow paced movie. So I mean, I need to pick it up a, a notch. I would say I did have problems with the cinematography at times. Like I did say. Um, and those shots, I'm not going to discount it when it comes to just the staring. It was meant to make you feel uncomfortable. So I can't necessarily dock that point. 
Um, but for me, its biggest issue is its face. Yeah, I agree. And I can't. And for me, I wish we also knew more. I wish we got more about uh, Reynolds Woodcock. I wish we had gotten more mm-hmm. because we don't know why he is the way he is. We just know that he well, we kind has of do. his passion. I mean, yeah, we kind of do. There's a scene actually with him and somebody. I was like, oh, God, this is really good. Yeah. This is really good. So, I mean, but I mean, I wish I wish there was more. I wish I had like a little bit more of a backstory. Mm-hmm. It's just so I have just so I have more of an understanding for his character because I already do. I just wish I had more of it. Um, but I mean, I'm just nitpicking at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. All right. Um, so, let's just rate this movie <laughs> um, again. T- I I mean, do you want me to rate it first, or you want to rate it first? Go ahead. All right. Um, this has much room. Again, I I just I want to emphasize this has a lot of room for improvement. I can easily see this movie again, and I could see myself bumping this up significantly um but right now and this is the rating i gave it after i saw it and it's well it's gone up a little bit since after i saw it actually but right now i'm putting this at an 8 out of 10 but it could go up even more than that i do think this is a great movie because of just the tone that it set me in and just the weird place that it put me in um i I think it was very effective in that sense it's just I, it's the pacing and I, I don't know. It, it keeps it from being to that next level where I'd go, oh, top 10 of the year. You know, it's I don't think it's that, but I do think it's a great movie that deserves to be seen. So. All right. Um, As I'm going to go ahead and give it a some. Right, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and give it a 7.5. OK. Um, it's just for me, it's not the best of the year. It's yeah. not uh, good film. There's nothing really that there's nothing that for me that that I can go you know damn that movie really really just sucks you know or anything mm-hmm. like that but I mean it was overall a good film overall um, I do think you know if we do want to you know get into it I mean I think it is I mean this is a fictional story so I don't want anybody who's in the fashion like Ozzy you know you said something and no I mean I I just for me personally I mean I I just I, I felt like I learned a little bit more about like the fashion industry mm-hmm. there I mean. Hey, I mean, that's all. That's why I love movies. You, know, right. you learn a little bit more. <laughs> but um, yeah, seven point five. I do recommend that. I mean, this is this movie isn't this isn't a strong recommendation. Um, very slow paced film. It 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 asks you to take a leap with with it, and I feel like some people may may not get it. So I can't give it a a high push. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is if you if you're into Oscars, I mean, this is this is I think this has probably like. A few. This has a few Oscar noms. Yeah, definitely watch this movie if you want to be. If you want to talk about the major, the major, um, the major categories, you have to watch this yeah. film because it is a, it is a major contender. Yeah, um, and I think this is and this will lead us into our Oscar discussion. But um, I do think that this is and this is going to turn a lot of people off as well. I do think a lot of people who just want to go in and watch like a popcorn like movie and just turn their brains off they're not going to enjoy this movie like and this is not the movie for you period <laughs> like it's just not i i think that though if if you don't want to like analyze movies at all then and i completely get that there's people who just want entertainment that's fine 
then don't see this because you're just going to walk out like the people that I first saw Mother with who just go, that was weird, and that's it. And not to say that this is the same thing as Mother because Mother is much weirder than even this is. But I could easily see somebody walking out of this and just going, well, that was weird, and then putting no more thought into this movie. And again, I get it, but <laughs> that, you're not going to quote-unquote get the movie if you're just like, that was weird, and that's it. You know, um, but anyway, let's move on. We're going to talk Oscars. Uh, this is basically, again, like Ozzy said, our road to the Oscars type thing. We're going to take a couple of categories every episode. Hopefully, if it works out well, we're going to take a couple of categories every episode and dive into them. And for this first episode, we are going to dive into director and cinematography. Uh, let's start, you want to start with director or cinematography? I, I think we should start with cinematography. So, I mean, I'll read off cinematography and, and I'll let you read off directors, if that's cool with yeah, you. Yeah, sounds good. Go for it. All right, awesome. All right, so for cinematography, we have Blade Runner 2049, uh, Roger A. Dickens, uh, Dickens, sorry. Dickens. Um, he, Dickens. Ooh, Carlos, Carlos with the corrections. <laughs> I'm excited. Roger Deakins has been nominated <laughs> for 14 Oscars. Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. Shut it. Um, all right. So, Blade Runner 2049 to Roger Deakins. Maybe you should have read this list. You're good. <laughs> um, He's the, like the only dark, one I know. So. <laughs> Darkest Hour, Bruno Del Bono. We got Dunkirk. Hoyt Van Hoytema. Then we have for Mudbound, for Mudbound, which is a nomination, we have Rachel Morrison. And the final one is The Shape of Water, Dan Laustin. Um, so, Carlos, what do you think about these noms? And, and do, you agree with, do you agree with the Oscars cinematography picks? And, and do you have any that you, that you think were snubbed out this year? Um, okay. I... Well, there's a couple of things I do want to note. Number one, Roger Deakins, obviously. Um, he's probably the most famous cinematographer working today, probably. He's been nominated for 14 Oscars, uh, so the man is prolific. I don't think he's won one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, unless he won recently, I believe he's one of those people who's nominated constantly but has never won. This better be his year. I'll say that right now. Um and the other one that I do want to note is uh, the, you have the name, the woman from Mudbound. Yes, Rachel Morrison. She is the first female nominated in this category ever. So that is something of note as well. Um, that's something to be happy about there. Um, but apart from that, the only two that I'm like, yes, completely, definitely agree with you are Blade Runner 2049 and Dunkirk. Those two, I'm like, all right. Easy. You had to nominate those clearly, and in my opinion, Blade Runner should win. Beyond that, I think there are two that are blatant snubs that should have been nominated, period, end of story. Logan and The Florida Project. Now, you haven't seen The Florida Project, but The Florida Project is absolutely beautiful. Um, and what I said about the movie when we were, or when I reviewed it was that it just drops you into this time and location 
and you just feel like you're just watching these people live their lives. And a huge portion of that, obviously, is the script, but also, and the direction, but also the cinematography. This feels very gritty and realistic, and a lot of that has to do with the way it's shot. Florida Project should have been nominated. And Logan, this is kind of one that might a lot of people might not expect from me, and... Also, some might not agree with me, but Logan is gorgeous. That's the one thing. And I've started to come around on Logan and agreed with people on like how great it is. But the one thing I've consistently said about this movie from the get-go was that this movie is absolutely stunning. And it deserved recognition for its cinematography, in my opinion. Those two are bl blatant snubs for me. Um... What would I bump out is the obvious follow-up question. The Darkest Hour, I think we will both agree that The Darkest Hour should be bumped. And if I'm putting two in there definitely, then the other one I would have to bump. Ugh. As much as I don't want to do it because first female, I would probably bump Mudbound. Probably, maybe. It's either Mudbound or The Shape of Water. I think The Shape of Water is more its production design than cinematography. But I don't know. I, it's one of those two. Um, what about you? What do you agree with these nominations? Do you have any snubs? Um, I agree with most of the noms on here. Um, really? I, mean, I do have. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I agree with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think you and I said on that podcast on a, on a, that episode of the podcast when we're reviewing that that you know. That Blade Runner twenty forty nine was definitely going to get nominated. That it should definitely win. And we said it about Hoyt, uh, Hoyt's film earlier this year, Dunkirk. Um, he was a, he, he was a cinematographer. He was a cinematographer on there. We were like, dude, going to get it. And yeah. then Blade Runner twenty forty nine came out. We're just like, ah, <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, those two, but those two definitely deserve noms. Yeah, um, clearly. I'm not mad about Mudbound. I when I was watching, I said this is this is a really beautifully shot film, mm -hmm. and the fact that Rachel Morrison is the first woman nominated. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is the first time I'm ever looking up her name, and then, you know, I have to say she did a really amazing job, and I think she deserved it. I really did. Um, I'm not mad about it, honestly. I do have three snubs. The, the two movies I would take out is The Shape of Water okay. and Darkest Hour. Okay. Um, so that's why I said I, I agree with most of them. You know, mm -hmm. three three out of five. Three out of five. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have I would have added um. Between Only the Brave, that's Claudio Miranda. Okay, I thought Only the Brave was beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if you agree with me on with that one, but I I mean I thought it was a beautifully shot film. And for me, I mean, that movie, all in itself, was just a, it was just snubbed out. I don't know why. But, I mean, for me, uh, cinematography would be one that I would put in there for, for, for Only the Brave. Another one would be uh, The Hero. Uh, that's starring Sam Elliott. Hmm. Um, that, that, for me, I absolutely love the way that movie was shot. That movie was shot, again, it was shot beautifully. Um, the cinematographer was Rob Gibbons. He did a great job. He really, caught, I mean, he caught Calif He caught the beauty of California. I felt that I was there. I, you know, I expected that to be one of the noms. Disappointed that it's not on there. And um, last, and the last one that I have here is Wind River. Ben Richardson. I, I will say it again. The way that he caught the preserve, the Native American preserve in that film is absolutely just stunning. You felt that you were there, 
and just the way he captures the landscape of of the preserve and just the the area of, of I think it was Wyoming where they were at. Um, I just I thought it was so beautiful. Yeah, and I absolutely loved the way. I mean, if we're talking about another film that was snubbed, Wind River was a hundred percent snubbed this year. Um, I, the way this movie was shot was absolutely stunning. So I think those those three right there, those are my three snubs. I I would have been I would have been fine with either or making it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so what's I, your I perfect list out, then? Like, if you were the Academy, what would your perfect list be? Um. Give me a second. Let me put the nominations again. I'm trying to use two different things here, yeah, but um, I can give you mine would, if you want. I would do. I would do Blade Runner twenty forty nines. Uh, Roger Deakins. I would do Dunkirk. Hoyt Van uh, Hotema, and I would do Bloodbound. I mean, Bloodbound. I mean, I'm stuck because you know I. Mm-hmm. I you know I'm stuck. You know I yeah. loved Mudbound. I loved. I love how she shot that though. So. You know, and, and only pick you know, five. She did, she, I know <laughs> it's killing me, but I mean, I, I would stick with her, and, and okay. I would go with I would go with Wind Rivers, Ben Richardson. Okay, and I would probably go with I'd probably go with I'd probably go with um ah I'm, I got I got to give it to only the brave Claudia Miranda. Wow, um, wow. Okay, so for me. I would go Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, Logan, Florida Project, as I mentioned, because two of them were snubs, two of them definitely deserve the nomination. Now, that this slot is interesting, because I'm not opposed to The Shape of Water, I'm not necessarily opposed to Mudbound, I think those could easily get it. One that I actually tossed around, and I seriously considered putting in the fifth spot for me, this is going to really surprise you, probably, and just people in general, Thor Ragnarok. I really, really considered that one, but I ultimately landed on Wind River. I do think Wind River easily could have been in this slot. Um, it's the thing with Wind River is you feel the cold just by the way this movie is shot. Like they really made you feel where you're at, much like the Florida Project, and it's just it's crazy how they did that. So, yeah, I mean you you felt that you were there and I feel like the way that they shot it, um, cause there's a little bit of action. There's a little bit of action in this film mm-hmm. and you felt that you saw it, you know, you were, you just, I felt that I just saw it like right in front of me. I was like, dude, I like, can't believe mm-hmm. this happening. Um, for me, it's just absolutely just, this film was just so perfectly, you know, made together. And I, for me, it's just, it's just a complete bust that I wasn't even nominated yeah. for anything. So, um, so, so that's a huge stuff for me, but I mean, that's, that's my list. I mean, yeah. I think then that's your list. Um, I'm not mad with your list. I, like I said, I haven't seen the photo project. I'm, I'm probably going to see it at some point tomorrow, uh-huh. but I mean, um, yeah, that's, that's my yeah. list. And those are the nominations. Yeah. Um, I do want to throw like, out so. a side list that I have of things that like I was, I considered briefly, um, obviously I already said Thor Ragnarok, I considered that heavily. Um, but I also thought Wonder Woman, like I wouldn't have been mad at that. Wonder Woman was absolutely gorgeous. That film, um, baby driver wouldn't have been mad at. I, I, I wouldn't have nominated Wonder Woman for best cinematography. I, I, 
I mean, it was it was good cinematography. I'm not saying wrong, look, but I don't think this I is my think, side I mean, list. These are things that I was throwing around. So um, honorable man, right, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes, Detroit, okay. um, and this is one that when this movie is actually nominated for an Oscar, in my opinion, it's a bit of a. It's not as bad as uh, Suicide Squad, but it's a bit of a Suicide Squad situation where they were nominated for something. And I'm just like, oh, man, now we have to say Oscar nominated this movie. But there is one aspect of this movie that I do like, and it is cinematography. Kong Skull Island. That movie is gorgeous. It's not necessarily good, but it's gorgeous. Um, And it did get... You hated that movie more than I did. It's not... I mean, I look, like I said... Uh, Suicide Squad is clearly worse, but a uh, Kung Fu Island is fine. It's just, uh, you know, it's gorgeous, and that's the to me that's the one thing it has going for it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That those that was my side list, my honorable mentions, if you will. Um, all right, you want to move on to directors? Yeah, go have at it. All right, so the nominees for directors were. Christopher Nolan in with Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Ozzy, what do you think of these nominees, and what do you think was snubbed, if any? I think there are three snubbed. Ooh, three. Um, but, I mean, I, it's it's hard for me because this was... This was, if we're going to have any year that was the year of directing, this was the year of directing. Um, I mean, there's only one that I would honestly, I have a lot written down too. I mean, there's, I mean, you can only have five. Yeah. So I get it. There's only one I would have taken out. Really? Um, There's only one or two I would have taken out. Okay. But um, the one I 100% would have taken out. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Third. I think that was. I feel that that was yeah. that was. I feel like that was a wrong decision. I agree. I feel like the Oscars. I feel like the Oscars missed missed it by a long shot. I, I don't think that this was a, a. This wasn't a directorial for me. I, I didn't see this wasn't this is this wasn't the director's. I didn't see his vision in this. Um. So for me, I mean, I, for me, no, I I wouldn't have given it to him. And the other one that I can kind of, I can kind of, um, and I don't want to say it. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'm going to say it, but like, I, I mean, I feel bad at the same time that I can possibly see myself, uh, kind of getting into it is, uh, Guillermo del Toro for the shape of water. Mm-hmm. It's another one. Um, not that I would take him out, but it's just, I mean, he's not the one I would necessarily choose. I agree. Um, because listen, you had you have uh, I'm sorry again if I bet your name. I think it's like I'm gonna call him Denny Denny V. Denny V. Um, he directed Denny V. He directed Blade Runner 2049, and that was just not only beautifully shot, but that was one of his best films ever. I mean, he was coming off of Arrival, which I which one of which was one of our best films of 2016. Yeah, and I think he did an amazing job with Blade Runner. I think the I think he he did an amazing job directing that, and you know, getting into it. Dee Reeves from Mudbound. I mean, she did an amazing job. Um, I absolutely loved her vision in this film. She she took it in such a she she took a twist with me and I was just like, this is crazy. And I 
I'm buying every every moment of it. Um, so I think the Reese should have been nominated and Catherine Bigelow for Detroit. I mean, this this is another film. Detroit is another film that was snubbed at the Oscars. Agree. Detroit was so good. It was so gritty. Uh, this this was happening for. I mean, the, this incident that she decided to make a film about. Dude, you you feel that you were there. I was in the. I was gripping the edge of my seat the entire time on the whole situation that was going down. I was gripping the edge of my seat, and for me, Catherine Bigelow, she's she's ultimately the one that I would switch out for Fran, for Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. Um, the one that I could say, you know what? Um, either way, it's fine is The Shape of Water. I wouldn't have been mad if Gilmore Del Toro was, was nominated. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been mad if D. Reason nominated or, um, or, or Denny B. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mad either way. Um, they all did a really good job. And for me, it's just Catherine Bigelow is the one I'm just like, she, mm-hmm. she should have been nominated. That is crazy that she did not get nominated. And that, that just drives me up the wall that she didn't even get nominated. Yeah. Um, I only have one clear snub and one that I could go either way on. Um, and it, I think we're, I think we have the same thing, but flipped. Uh, for me, Denny V is the clear snub. Uh, Blade Runner 24-9 is another masterpiece from him. Um, I'm not a huge, huge fan of his early work, but I have been a huge fan of his recent work, including Arrival, which was, what, my number two last year, if I'm not mistaken? And now this, which is probably going to be in my top ten. Still haven't finished it. <clears throat> still haven't finished my top ten. Um, even though I've seen basically everything I want to, uh, I still haven't put it together yet. Anyway, uh, he's th- this movie, Blade Runner, 2049 is a masterpiece it's a sci-fi movie that we're going to be looking back on in the future much like arrival um i do think arrival is better but there's no reason he shouldn't have been there's no reason um i agree with you paul thomas anderson he sticks out like a sore thumb um on the nominated side of things you could he does not need to be in here he really doesn't uh catherine bigelow is the one that i'm like I could go either way on. I also would have bumped Guillermo del Toro. Um, I wouldn't have been mad at GDT, um, Guillermo del Toro. I wouldn't have been mad at Catherine Bigelow. It's, I could go either way for that one. Um, but I would have given the edge to Catherine Bigelow just because I think Detroit overall is a better movie than The Shape of Water. Um, so I would have given her the edge there. And you're all right about Detroit, by the way. We're going to get into it once we keep going on on all these categories. But Detroit was so overlooked this year. And I don't know what it is. Like, I, I think when we watched that movie, I think I was even saying, like, this is a movie we're going to be talking about for a long time. And it's been largely forgotten. Like, I was wrong on that. But I don't understand why. Because that movie was so impactful for me. I. I don't know. It's so strange how that movie has kind of just kind of came and went. And do you think it was the release date? I I don't know. It's so strange. I think it was August 23rd. I mean, let me look it up just to be sure. It it was late summer. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I just, I didn't, I mean, especially with the the issue at hand, the issues at hand that we're going through today. um, Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to everything. I mean, I would agree with you. I mean, this is a movie that we're going to be talking about. And it came out August 4th. And unfortunately, man, it just got so snubbed. And I'm yeah. 
I'm disappointed uh, with with what happened. I mean, this was for me. I mean, this was a really powerful film. It was a very, um, it was a very divisive film. Yeah. If we're gonna get into it, I mean, I absolutely respect this movie. I highly, I mean, I think she should have been nominated 100. percent I mean, it's. I'm highly disappointed that it did not. Um, Look, it did not. This movie should have get nominated. Yeah, it should have gotten way more praise than it did. Um, spoiler alert for my top ten: it's going to be probably in the top three or four. Um, so, just saying, this movie is really good, and you should see it if you haven't. Um, as for um, other directors that I was uh, considering. Again, man, this was like I wrote down so many names here. Um, obviously, uh, Guillermo del Toro is one who was nominated, but I easily could have put him in there. Uh, this is probably more of a personal choice, but just for the fact that I do still believe that she is the absolute shining star of the movie. Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman. I'm going to keep bringing it up, and I know people, I know there's some people who are really passionate about the Wonder Woman's just okay train. Um, I I guess we'll just agree to disagree. Wonder Woman is great, and Patty Jenkins is part of it. It was one of the biggest reasons it is great, which is why she is on my side list. Ridley Scott, just because of having to deal with, if there's any time you you give a pity vote or a sympathy vote or whatever, it's Ridley Scott with this whole um, Kevin Spacey thing. Like, to, to do what he did, to make the decision he did to reshoot and re-edit large portions of that movie and get it out on time, that's a hell of a directing job. I don't care what you say. Uh, so, props to Ridley Scott. I threw him around in my head for a little bit. James Franco I also threw out there a little bit. Um, I'm going to have to really squint at this name. Lee Unkrich or Unkrich uh, for Coco. I, you know, I think we, we nominate every once in a while we get animated movies in best picture. Like we get animated movies in best picture. It has happened before. It happened with up. It happened with beating the beast. I believe um, it's happened before. Why can't we get animated directors in best director? I would throw Coco out there. Just saying. Um, Sean Baker for the Florida Project. Clearly, I, I, I don't know. That's one that I threw around as well. Um, and then this is a movie I don't think you saw. Um, I, and I don't know how to say his name. Oliver Asayas? Or Asayas? It's A-S-S-A-Y-A-S, I think. Um, for Personal Shopper. Uh, that movie, it's not really a script-driven movie. Kristen Stewart is great in it, but I wouldn't say it's truly a performance-driven movie. It is a director-driven movie. You are tense, especially towards the end of that movie, and it is because of his vision and what he is able to do to you as an audience audience member. So I would throw him out there as well. I have so many people written down. I have Dave McCory from Briggs Beware, which is a movie I just watched, which you should really watch, by the way, because that movie is nuts and awesome. Um, and Taika Watiki as well, or Watiki, or however you say his name, for um, Thor Ragnarok, I also thought about for a little bit as well, because I love him as a director, but I couldn't decide if that was more script or direction, so, I don't know. Uh, do you have any side things that you were thinking about, or? No, I mean, not really, uh, just, I mean, 
I, I just, I mean, I really didn't, I really didn't think about it. <laughs> Fair enough. To honorable mentions. Uh, I didn't know we were doing that. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, so I, look, all right, listen, like, listen to this, people. Like, this <laughs> is two pages of notes on Oscar nominations. Uh, so you'll be getting tons of uh, thought-out information from uh, me in the coming episodes because I am insane. So that is that and there will be more pages because i only i didn't get through all the categories so yeah um i wrote down a lot and there's even more for actor if you'll believe that so i can't wait for us to get to actor at some point uh yeah so for i to recap with cinematography you said what did how many do you think they got right three out of four or three out of five three out of four three out of five okay i had them at two out of five and then on directing i had them at three out of five so yeah um were you you're not uh, you're not mad at the jordan we didn't even talk about the jordan peele or greta gerwig in directing um you were we're both satisfied with that those right yeah i mean i think i mean i'm not i'm not mad at either i mean i think i mean their first Directorial debuts and, uh, and you know they did they really did do an amazing job with both films. I mean, I, I you know you know you you I was with you I think when I saw Get Out. Was mm-hmm. I, with you? I don't know. Mm, no, 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 no. I wasn't, but I was absolutely just gravitated by the film. I think he did. I think Jordan Peele chose excellent choice. I think he made excellent decisions on here. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a different side of Jordan Peele that I, um, that I, that I never saw. Cause he just, he's usually just so comedic, but yeah, I mean, I a hundred percent really did. I a hundred percent really respected that film and I a hundred percent enjoyed that film. Yeah. Same thing for Lady Bird. I mean, Lady Bird, I'm a huge fan of uh, Greta Gerwig. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. And I think she did, again, she did an amazing job when it comes to directing the story. I mean, this is, you know, I'll, I'll agree with what you're saying. I mean, this is, this is, you can clearly, you can clearly tell that this is, this is a director's performance here and that she shines throughout this film. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would have given it to her as well. She yeah. did an amazing job. The first time directing anyways. I mean, this was, she did an amazing job and I want to see what she, what else she can do. Yeah. Um, Jordan Peele, uh, the one thing I will note about him, it's it's really, and I'm not just saying this because I've started to like this movie more and more, but I really do think that you will grow to appreciate Jordan Peele's direction in this movie the more you watch it, because there are so many little details that are directing choices that were made in this movie that you just will notice the more you watch it, you you know, when you start to watch movies more and more, you pick out little details. And a lot of those details, especially in this movie, were choices, specific choices that the director made. And they're great choices when it comes to Get Out. Um, and I've said for a while with Greta Gerwig, um, there is no way that you can, in my, there, like most, Ozzy, you know this, most of the time, if I think that you're making a good point, I will come around and I will agree with you. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can't, I point. can be convinced most of the time. 
If you make a good argument, I can be convinced. But this is one of the few cases. For those of you guys, for those of you guys that shut our Star Wars: The Last Jedi, as I convinced Carlos about the parents, check it out. <laughs> um, but what <laughs> what I was saying was there. This is one of the few cases where you cannot convince me that Greta Gerwig did not give one of the top five best directing jobs that she was not one of the top five directors this year. There's just no way on this earth that you can convince me of that. That's why I was so upset about, about the Golden Globes. That's why I was so upset about every other time she was snubbed in the awards season. I'm glad the Academy got it right. Greta Gerwig needed to be nominated, and I'm happy she did. I 100% agree with you. So I thought that was absolutely... I mean, that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch the Golden Globes. I, mean, I was like, the fact that there were no women directors nominated is absolutely ridiculous this was the year of women directors and you're over here telling me that none of them got direct got nominated yeah get the hell out of my face (laughs) i'm not watching you whatsoever i was not gonna watch the golden globes for that because i was like that's absolute garbage yeah like you're not gonna sit here and tell me that at least one of them couldn't have been nominated. That yeah. that for me was absolute just BS. They I have, can, and by the way, if the Oscars know what's up, they have to have Natalie Portman come back and announce the direct or announce the directing nominees in the um, Oscars ceremony, just so she can be like, finally, they got it right. Um, because of her, the whole thing at the Golden Globes is like the all male nominees. Uh, that was great. So yeah. Anyway, I think that wraps it up for our discussion on these first two categories um, in our Road to the Oscars uh, situation, series, whatever you want to call it. Um, Yeah, so if you enjoyed that we're taking our time with the Oscars and kind of diving into it and breaking them down, then let us know and let us know which categories you want us to talk about next and want us to dive into next. We're hoping to get some guests coming up and hoping to get some pretty decent guests and some maybe returning guests. So definitely keep your eyes out for that because we've got obviously great stuff to talk about coming up. And yeah, um, I'm really excited for the next uh, couple episodes, really the next month or so. And by the way, I know Ozzy mentioned like our top tens and how they haven't come out yet. Uh, we released our top tens, I believe, on February fifteenth last year, so we're still not behind schedule. So chill. That's what I'll say with that. I mean, if you want a top ten, we gave an episode with two top tens, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was our top ten worst of the year. So you can, you know. Watch it for that, and then we also had our favorites. Yeah. Um, Which man? Those of you guys who can't, I would change. I would change things now because there's more that I've seen, and I'm just like, um, but it is. What, what would it you? Is. What would you add? What would um, you add? I would add, I I don't think we had seen I Tanya at that point. And Brigsby Bear, which I just watched, literally just watched like two hours ago, and that movie was. I literally cried. It was great. Um, I think Brigsby Bear. Brigsby Bear. Let me see. I think that was also directed by um, Takeda. Well, I don't. No, so sorry, it wasn't. I don't. It was directed by some guy from SNL. Like 
I was like blown away. It was written by, or the story was by the guy who starred in the movie, who was great in the movie, by the way. And he's like some SNL dude, like, and uh, I think he's some SNL dude. And uh, Dave McCory, who directed it, is also like some SNL dude. I'm just like, what the frick? And that movie's not a comedy, by the way. Like, it's got some comedic elements, but it's not a comedy. I'm telling you, I cried in that movie. It's crazy. Uh, I quite enjoyed that movie and i would put it on my favorites if we were to do it now but yeah oh okay no i was thinking about hunt hunt for the wilder people uh, oh yeah yeah uh he directed that that movie's weird i'm not a huge fan of that one um but yeah uh you want to do recommendations do you have a recommendation (laughs) my recommendation would be brixby bear um <laughs> i this is where i get caught off guard <laughs> no you're um i, I mean i can talk about bricks Marymore. uh basically what this movie is it actually the draw of the movie is that mark hamill is in it he's not in it too much just warning you now but he is in it and what this movie is about is basically this kid gets kidnapped when he's really young by this crazy guy and his wife and they raise him to adulthood and he's like an adult he's a grown man and until he is like freed by the police and he does not know anything about the actual world they kept him underground in this like bunker type thing and the only way he knows anything about anything is this um educational kid show called Brigsby Bear and he is obsessed with this show, even after he gets out and the show has ended. And I don't want to give too much away, but he it's all about him and his sh- relationship with this show and how the show relates to what happened to him and his life in general. And it's so good. So heartwarming, so crazy, and really crazy. But I quite enjoyed it. Find it and watch it. Um, it's a lot of fun. All right. That's my recommendation. All right. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say something completely different. Go for it. <laughs> uh, not even a movie. All right. Um, I think, uh, let me pull up this director's name really quickly. Give me just two seconds here. And um, for those of you guys who don't know who he is, he is directing Black Panther. Yeah, buddy. And his name is Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've see, probably seen his work. He worked in Creed before. Uh, he directed Creed. Fruitvale and, Station um, as well. Yeah, I mean, he has. he's actually... Two of his films are coming out this year, Creed 2 uh, and also Black Panther. But, uh, you know, for those of you guys who are into rap music hip-hop music and this is so random because i know we really don't talk about music in here as much but um kendrick lamar i mean him and, i mean he, he kind of had kendrick lamar make an album for black panther and it has like every i mean I, it might have the weekend on there i don't know i may have drake i don't know but i mean kendrick lamar was with SZA. um He's just been working with like a lot of artists, and so far, I mean, he's released two singles, and the singles, the singles that he's released are really, really good. Um, so if you're into it, definitely check out, definitely check out the soundtrack, uh, the album for this movie. I mean, I think, I think it's going to be a really probably one of the best albums of the year. Just saying, because Kendrick Lamar is one of the best rappers out there today, 
And, um, you know, I, I think this is, I think that album is going to beef up Black Panther. Uh, this is a really, this is a really, Black Panther is one of the most consistent movies of the year. And I feel like this album is definitely gonna, gonna beef that up. So check out, check out the singles and, and definitely check out the album when it comes out. All right. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I have. I mean, I bought. I mean, I bought both soundtracks already. So I'm just like, damn, man, this is pretty. This is pretty quick. This is pretty good. So I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely check it out. But all right, Carlos, where can people find you in social media? All right, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry Four Five Six, and of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our YouTube channel. Um, as well and the website Rihanna's back so hopefully she'll be getting content back up on there pretty soon so check that out 100% check out the website and check out the YouTube channel but you guys can find me at Caster Ozzy also if you guys have any TV recommendations any movie recommendations any Oscar uh, subs that you think should have been nominated yeah definitely or if you want to send me your top 10 best Films of 2017, feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on the website. Check out Brianna, man. She's back. She's back in action. You know, she's over here disagreeing with us. You know, we're over here saying the movie was amazing, and she's over there saying it's complete trash if you want to hear her talk trash about a movie check out the website um guys this is screen focus 